Welcome to Read My Lips Radio, a lively hour of unscripted conversations with savvy creatives. Producer and host, a.k.a. Radio Red, asks novelists, artists, photographers, designers, comedians, actors, musicians, composers, screenwriters, directors, and technology innovators about their creative passion, inspirational muses, and how they create. Ooh, how those lips can talk. Now, here's AKA Radio Red. Radio Red in the house. I can't believe this is the last Monday in August. Where has 2021 gone? We couldn't wait to get through 2020. And here we are with the world having its all kinds of old, old shakeups and all kinds of things that we will remember. But I think it's still a better year. So welcome to August 30th, 2021. I'm AKA Radio Red. We are here with Read My Lips, cool conversations with creatives. If you're on Facebook and you're watching, I think there might be a couple people. That's the real title of the show and I'm Radio Red. Red. They're going to call me Red. Not my real name, but that's my radio handle. And I'll tell you all another time why I created that name. Before I introduce my guests, I have three wonderful ladies. I'm calling them my down-to-earth creatives because that resonates with, I think, all three of you. I thought that'd be a clever title, Marjorie. Uh-huh, uh-huh, you got that. I want you all to do me a favor. It's time to do our shout-out to LLL. I'm going to count to three, and you're all going to say hello, L L L with me. One, two, three. Hello. Hello. L L L. That's lovely, lanky Laura Legs, our most loyal listener. She's in Whitestone, New York. I still have my phony fake pretend GoFundMe because we're trying to get her to move to London. And I hear it's a little expensive there. So I'm trying to get her to move from Whitestone to London. So it'll be lovely, lanky Laura Legs, our most loyal listener in London. I think that alliteration is very appropriate. So here we are, August 30th. My goodness, I think it's the 242nd day of the Gregorian calendar. Thank you to Greg Gregory. Greg, whatever your mother called you, Greggy, we like your calendar. We've been using it forever and we appreciate you. 123 days. Marjorie, stop laughing at my jokes. 123 days left in 2021. It's the 34th Monday this year, and I'm the only one who cares. And the Western Zodiac sign is Virgo. Okay. Today's show is called Conquering Your Challenges with Creativity. Come on. We all have challenges. We all have things on our mind. We all have crosses to bear. As some people like to say we all have surus. That's the, the Yiddish word. We all have something that's happened that we didn't want to happen. We didn't want to make happen. We didn't want to know happen. And it happened. And here we are. And all three of my guests are experts in some way, some shape, some form of using their creativity to overcome some of the challenges. Some of them are challenges that were good ones in the first place. Some of them were sad ones, but we'll find out. So ladies, let's go around the table. I'm going to introduce Marjorie Wildcraft first. Marjorie was on my show a couple of years ago before Zoom. We were on the phone, Marjorie. I can't, rem- can't remember. The, the actual radio. <laughs> the, that's true. That's absolutely true. Marjorie Wildcraft, I'm going. To, I'm so happy to see you. And hello to Shay, your marketing person who makes sure you get where you're supposed to go. Thank you, Shay, if you're listening. Marjorie, I'm going to put you on full speaker view. Would you take about three minutes and introduce yourself with what you do to my audience and say hello to Facebook. Marjorie, welcome. Hi. Well, I, uh, my name is Marjorie Wildcraft. I'm the founder of the Grow Network. We're a community and a movement of, I guess we're almost over, we're adding them up, 600,000 people strong now. Uh, we are stopping the destruction of the earth via homegrown food. So I teach people how to grow food in their backyard, you know, gardens, chickens, rabbits, that kind of thing. Um, just a great op- a great thing to do right now to um, 
keep you sane. <laughs> I think so. And to keep you delicious and nutritious, right, Marjorie? Well, you know what? Every centenarian ever interviewed, and a centenarian, for those who don't know, it's not a bug. It's somebody who has <laughs> lived over 100 years. They all grew their own food. Really? So, um, yep. Interesting. I just did an interview with Dave Asprey, who is like the foremost biohacking longevity expert. And with all of his high-tech nootropics, DNA analysis, whatever, the guy grows his own food also. Wow. Very, very interesting. Well, I tried basil on the windowsill and it didn't come out too great this year, although it does better. I tried tomatoes in my greenhouse, but I didn't water them. And it's been close to 95 to 100 degrees here in North Carolina this summer. It's been brutal for the plants and the greenhouse. I turned off the heater, Marjorie, but it's still brutally hot in there. And there wasn't enough air coming in. Next year, I'll do better with the tomatoes and maybe you'll give me a formula for that. Thank you, Marjorie. So happy to see you again. Can't wait to hear about. You're going to teach us a little bit about how to be creative with seeds and planting. And by the way, I took, uh, I shouldn't admit this, but there was a science experiment in the form of a Vidalia onion in my refrigerator about eight months ago. You you know, kids, you know, it was sitting there too long in the, yeah, closed up, kind of green and white and fuzzy. And And it sprouted. It it did. And instead of throwing it out, I put it in the front garden along the front walk and I just planted it half an inch down, put some dirt on it. Well, it started to grow the most gorgeous flowers. The it stalks, does like big Listen, yeah. the, No, it was, I'll tell you, the stalks were three feet tall. There were uh-huh. eight of them. They grew up out of this bulb, which was the rotten Vidalia. They grew little flowers, round flowers that were white with little dots all over them, beautiful clusters. And then they kind of fell over. And I looked and at the bottom of each of these eight stalks was an onion. An edible Vidalia onion. However, one of them was normal, and the other ones had the stalk going through the middle of the onion. They were tiny. They're about this big. So when you cut off the, the, the uh, I'll call it the cellophane around the outside, you know, the, the covering, and you went to eat the, and peel it, the onion, there was a hole right through the middle where the stalk was. So I had to pull the stalk out, and there was just a little bit of onion inside, but I made them in an omelet and they were really good. So, uh, that's Marjorie, you inspired me to tell that story. Joy Traxler, you're up Yard next. Joy, table. so happy to have you. Bravo. Joy, I'm, I'm going to put you on speaker view. Would you kindly introduce yourself and what's your take on creativity? We'll talk about that more, but use it for your bio. Joy, welcome. Good evening. I'm Joy Traxler and I'm based in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I'm a a grief, loss, and trauma specialist that actually my job is to help people feel and to access their feelings and negotiate them and heal their feelings from some pretty hard hits that I've faced in my own life and learned that that trauma is a physiological experience, a neurological process in the body. And I could have had talk therapy until the cows came home. But until I was able to access these places in myself somatically using different approaches, um, specific ones related to trauma like EMDR, but other things like yoga and movement, guided meditation, visualization. And the common denominator of all of these things is it requires creativity to go in and access and use your creative imagination to, to heal and also First of all, it's like a creative expression that happens when there's intense emotions that are a sort of a blocking of your flow. 
And to go in there and work with that, those places gently and delicately, tenderly with the care that they need. And once those are, are cleared and released, then it's like you, you create this more open channel for actual creativity. And then you start to get into this place of wonder and play and true creativity of creating. And, and basically what you're doing in psychological terms is you're learning self-regulation. Then you're able to co-regulate in, with your children, with your mate, with your family, with your community at large. Thank you, Joy. That was lovely. Um, you will tell us more. We'll get into some of the details. I appreciate that. There are so many stresses. I don't care who you are, what you do, for whom you're caring, even if it's just yourself, which is a lot to care for, whether it's your garden, whether it's your children, whether it's other parents, whether it's anybody. We're all caring more than we needed to, more hands-on caring in the world than we have in many, many years past. So, And right, right now, it's all about self-care. Yeah, it, it needs to be. Absolutely. Thank you, Joy, and welcome again, Karen Gibson. Karen and I met on one of my other, my other name shows, which is Technology Revolution, the Future of Now. She was introduced to me by a very lovely young man named Alexi Katko, who is writing a billion letters of encouragement to total strangers all around the world, reactivating the original skill of handwriting a letter on a piece of paper with a pen or pencil, putting it in a real envelope, putting a stamp on it, and sending it off to the recipient the old-fashioned way and his technology take on that is he's using clubhouse to read his letters and he lives in hawaii on a plantation i met karen through alexi and i'm so happy you accepted my invitation karen has interviewed me for her podcast very generous lady karen gibson i'm putting you on full screen introduce yourself to my audience please so honored to be here a radio red i struggled as a parent i have a 19 year old daughter who just suffered from anxiety um, during her high school years. I have a 25-year-old daughter, and I was all about academics. I founded Brain Builders in 1999. I was all about, you know, achievement and studying. And then I realized when my daughter suffered from anxiety that it's not just academics is secondary. We really have to talk about self-care. Joy was saying it is all about the mental health because if your child gets straight A's but is suffering emotionally and mentally, those grades do not mean a thing. So shortly before the pandemic, I started letting go with Aloha parent coaching. And we are navigating, not like you said, the new normal. It is the forever changing new normal. You were talking about the reality always changing and we need to incorporate, you know, creativity. I've been educating and um, enlightening and entertaining my clients through social media. I was just sharing um, with Joy, Marjorie and Radio Red that I am doing 100 parenting tips via TikTok. So those are 30 second segments. I have um, just recently wrote 100 parenting tips inspired by the pandemic. But when my daughter, my youngest, went through anxiety, I wrote a book. Uh, My first one is called Mama's Gotta Let Go, How to Let Go Without Losing Your Sanity. So I have little letting go tips. And I'm realizing whether you're a parent or not, we all have to learn how to let go before we do allow insanity to just destroy our peace. 
Oh, thank you very much. We're going to get some creative tips from you as well. And and Karen, I'm guessing some of your tips may be for caregivers as well, perhaps, not just parents. Yeah, definitely. I have a 90-year-old mother who has Alzheimer's. So shortly before oh. um, being around a care home, yeah, it, it is. Um, yeah, we all need caregiving. And so the tips can be for anyone who's enduring stress. I figured. Thank you very much. Ladies, I'm going to take my agenda out of order because I was so tickled. I asked the three of you to fill out what I call a jot form. It's an online collection for your deliverables, your bios, your photos, a little bit about you. And I've asked you all for your favorite movie or song quotes to share on the topic of creativity. And I would love to get those into this first half of the show because I just love what you sent me. So I'm going to do the quote, first quote. Marjorie is the one first up from Captain Kirk, played by, of course, William Shatner on Star Trek. I didn't even look up which, what the years, I usually do a whole background on them, but everybody knows Star Trek. And the quote is, and Marjorie, take about two to three minutes to explain what in the world this has to do with creativity. The quote is, beam me up, Scotty, beam me up. There is no intelligent life here. <laughs> not talking about my show. Marjorie, this just tickled me no end. Please, please scratch the tickle here. What, what does this have to do with creativity? Go ahead. I, I, you know, you just asked me what my favorite quote is, and I just find myself saying that all the time it's just a a great way to break up a situation that you know sometimes you get into impossible situations sometimes and you go okay scotty beam me up <laughs> like you know like that's how i'm getting out of this situation you can break something up with humor and have fun and it and you know often humor really does break the set of a tense moment and so you know it's just a way of uh of shifting the energy of whatever's going on so um, Marjorie, the part of the quote I like the best was the second part. There is no intelligent life here. You got it. You got to address that, please, because you included in the quote. It, it's not in the garden. I bet your gardens are pretty smart. So what not what lack of intelligent life are you talking about, Marjorie Wildcraft? Well, Tell usually, us. usually when you're in a stuck situation, whether it's true or not, you're believing that everybody else is wrong. Right. You know, <laughs> it's usually not true. It's usually you, the one that's not so intelligent, but it's just a funny <laughs> quote. It just really I, I is. Love, I loved it. Thank you very much. Let's go to Joy Traxler. She picked a quote from Tomorrow Never Knows by the Beatles, and this is lovely. It's listen to the color of your dreams. Joy, I'm putting you on speaker view. Talk to us. What does this have to do with creativity? Everything. Ah! Everything. <laughs> Great answer. And and listening, being able to listen to Basically, it's it's your soul, your psyche self that's that's talk communicating with you through your sleep state, um, and it's also even that thing I was talking about earlier, using the creative imagination about imagining and feeling like what what is your purpose? What does get your tail wagging? What makes your cells plump up and sing so that you feel alive? I mean, in the first part of that song. It's turn off your mind, relax, and go downstream. I use similar language in the guided meditations that I do. But getting out of our mind and our ego and the have-to and the to-do list and getting in, learning how to be and learning how to, to be in a state of beingness instead of doingness. Wow. That is a challenge, 
That is not easy, especially for those of us who are type A. We're always in We've the been programmed. Of, We've been programmed right. to be that way. Encouraged. And productive. Right? Encouraged, you know, taught, and rewarded, Joy. We've been rewarded to be achievers and doers, right, Marjorie? That's right, right, Karen? We were yeah. told, join this many clubs and be in this many organizations and get this kind of grades and get into this college and live in this neighborhood and drive this. We, we have. And most mm-hmm. traumatized people are overachievers. And when you were talking about your daughter having anxiety, this is crucial. And especially with what's going on now, it's online schooling and all of that. Some schools are actually treating last year like a COVID gap year because mm-hmm. when kids or anyone for that matter, any of us in this human form is in a state of hyper arousal or fear, you can't learn shit. So maybe mm-hmm. you can memorize something and, and spit it out in time to get through your test or whatever, but you're not retaining anything because unless the nervous system is calm and regulated, you're not in what's called learning brain. Thank you. Thank you very much. And let's go around the table. Let's get to the quote Karen Gibson sent me from Joe Gardner, voiced by Jamie Foxx. That's Fox with two X's. I love the way he spells that. The movie was Soul, 2020 American computer animated film produced by Pixar Animation Studios, released by Walt Disney Pictures. And here's the line, life is full of possibilities. You just need to know where to look. Karen, somebody just got a nice musical alert there. Karen, talk to us. Well, I think I resonate with Joy regarding the anxiety and the um, emotional um, roller coaster that the class of 2020, my daughter graduated, class of 2020, drive-by graduation, canceling project grad, senior prom. A lot of things were just different. And that's when we started having to navigate, I mean, the way we looked at education, the way we looked at parenting. So when I founded Brain Builders, my tutoring company in 1999, it was just your, you know, you didn't really realize the importance of learning style. You didn't realize the importance of incorporating love languages when you learn. Because if a child doesn't feel like the teacher cares for them or that they're important, they are not going to even want to be in the classroom. A lot of my students, you know, during the distance learning would just turn their camera off or say, I have some technical problems and play video games for the, the hour and a half or two. You know, I had one student who just took a two hour shower. <laughs> you know, they just, they, and then the mom had the camera on and that's how he got caught. So he learned to turn the camera away from himself. I mean, kids these days know how to navigate technology. They know how to change their grades. They know how to, um, you know, hack into the system. So I think we have to flip switch and look at the positive possibilities. You know, when I have a sixth grader say, I don't see any use of in attending school past sixth grade. But then when you show them the importance of just, it's not about academics. It's truly like the brain. You know, you're going to the gym for your muscles and everything. Well, you are going to school. Sometimes not even, you know, are you going to use a quadratic formula? Are you going to need to use, you know, grammar rules? Probably not, unless you're a professional writer. You, you want to sound, you know, and you write your resume. But I think overall it's helping kids understand that we can learn creatively and really incorporate creative 
learning and teaching strategies, which is kind of hard when you're doing Zoom, when you're doing distance learning. But what I've done it where I've incorporated song, I let them write and draw on the Zoom board. I do memory games. And it truly is, like Marjorie was saying too, using humor. When you use humor, creativity, I mean, Mm -hmm. learning becomes more fun. And then you get the children engaged. And you know something, Karen, that works with adults. I used to teach selling on eBay to adult ed students when I was in Great Neck, Long Island, and I taught adult ed eBay for a couple of years. And my classes were long. It was 7 to 10 p.m. for a couple weeks, and I was in a six. Oh, yeah. I needed them to focus, and it was in a a six-PC lab where we could actually get on and, and do some work together. So it was interesting. I had doctors take the class, lawyers, women who were empty nesters, wanted to clean out the house from when their kids left for college, and professional people. It was interesting. So sometimes they would be like, nodding off. So what I would do is make up a little story. And let's say that Bob was in the back of the room and he was starting, it was nine o'clock and he'd been a surgeon all day. And he was like, oh my God. I'd say, Bob, you know, that wonderful designer purse that you bought your wife five years ago that she doesn't wear that she wants to get rid of because she wants you to buy her another one or she's going to buy another one. I said, why don't we put that on eBay? You know, fictitiously, and why don't we have Marjorie in the front row buy it, and let's see, how would you describe that purse to Marjorie, and then how would you want to compete with Joy, because Joy is putting a purse of the same exact vintage and description on eBay, and how would you price yours competitively, because you'd have to do your research and find out that Joy was one of 20 people who had the same purse on eBay at that moment in time. And of course, Bob would wake up and he'd look at me like, yeah, let's talk about this. So I would would engage them in a story using everybody in the classroom. These were grown up people and nobody dared to go to sleep in my class because they were part of the story. And we all had so, there was a waiting list for my classes. It was, it was just a riot. Anyway, thank you ladies for that. What I'd like to do now is I want to go around before we get to the famous birthdays today and before we get to the national holiday calendar of crazy holidays and today by the way is toasted marshmallow day nationally we'll talk about that we talked about s'mores last week last week was s'mores day now you don't get the the you don't get the uh, chocolate bar and you don't get the graham crackers you just get toasted marshmallow so we'll talk about it it's on s'mores day what I'd like you to do is I want to go around the table. Marjorie, I'm going to put you up first. Would you please give us your top tips, three minutes max, for creative gardening, what you call off-grid living? What should people grow? What can they grow that would be successful? And how much space do you need? What kind of investment? I know that's a lot to pack into three minutes, but I know <laughs> you're a pro lady. You you do this all over the place, National Geographic, and you run summits and all of that. So so why don't you give us a take or three, four minutes, Marjorie, and tell us how would somebody do that creatively? Go ahead, Marjorie. Well, I, I do want to say I've done a series of podcast interviews with very, very high level people. And I've mentioned Dave Asprey, the founder of Bulletproof Coffee, is one, but I've done with executives of big healthcare businesses that are running like two or 3,000 employees in a division, or high tech entrepreneurial people running 20, 50 million dollar budget a year budgets. And, and all of these people are growing their own food. Super high power, high intense, high product, productivity people, yet they're all growing and they're spending anywhere from a half an hour to an hour a day growing their own food. Why? I mean, they could afford anything they want. And every single one of them do it because uh, they need to get away from 
the, the, the electronics and the office and the projects and everything and being outside in nature, fresh air, sunshine, doing something where they're actually producing something unique and beautiful and nutritious and healthy. They're still being productive, but their productivity is coming from an entirely different right brain type realm. Um, I really recommend the first thing that people do. I know people always talk to me about gardening, but I really recommend a flock of, of chickens, a backyard uh, hens, laying hens. I recommend you get six of them. You can keep them in a chicken coop and run that's about the size of a traditional car parking spot. Uh, do not get a rooster. You're going to piss off all your neighbors, and you really don't want to create that. Um, and they'll start laying eggs for you. A good hen will lay about 250 eggs in a year, so six of them will lay 1,500 eggs in a year. So that is three egg omelets for breakfast every morning plus dozens and dozens of eggs to give away to friends and family. And what a unique and beautiful gift. But the thing is, is you'll start developing relationships with the hens that are amazing. <laughs> uh, and magical things start to happen. Um, really simple to do. You can do it at any time of year. Whereas gardening, you know, you kind of got to get the timing right if it's too hot or too cold or not the right season. But um, hens are great. And I really recommend people start off with that. Uh, Actually, in San Francisco, there's like this, they turn it into this whole totally trendy thing, like having a backyard flock of chickens. So Really? I have, I know somebody here, Marjorie, I have to tell you here in Durham, who, who's, whose son and his family own 10 acres, and they, they have a lot of forest land behind their, their house, and they built a chicken house that has a, a ramp and a staircase inside. They bought six chickens of different varieties and colors in little boxes. Uh -huh. And they they have an automatic feeder. And their three little children, I think they have a three-year-old, a seven, and a ten-year-old, have made friends with the chickens. They just started to lay eggs of all different shades of shell colors. And they're part of the family. I don't know if they named them yet. But Marjorie, b before I move on to Joy, we're going to get some tips from Joy on how to stop doing and start being. Uh, Marjorie, what one crop in a good summer would you recommend people start with if they wanted to grow their own vegetables? What would be the best reliable first crop? Well, I know you had a hard time, but I would say uh, basil is okay. really a great, it's a bulletproof plant, easy to grow, loves the heat, can take abuse. Maybe not the abuse that a radio rat will give it, but <laughs> for most people. <laughs> it was the greenhouse. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> yeah, for most people, basil is great. And then basil is not just the, only the garnish on all the different soups and stews and lasagna and spaghetti, or, or even if, you know, the steaks or whatever diet you're on. Um, it's all fabulous pesto, you know, think of it with olive oil and walnuts. And, yes. And, uh, yeah, garlic. Yeah. So Thank just you. a super nutrient-dense uh, it helps you digest your food. Really great plant. And it smells good. It's delicious. Yeah. Joy Traxler, let's get some tips from you. Three, four minutes on creative ways to get out of our own way. Joy, go ahead. Well, I would say let's shoot for three tips to plant post-traumatic growth. And it's a good segue from Marjorie because it does involve the earth, and I would say, first and foremost, in any situation, and especially the overwhelming situation we've all been in, um, is one, get grounded. And whatever that means 
for you in your body, number one, but we growing is one of the most satisfying creative acts that we can do. For me, I planted seeds last year from these cheap little seeds, but I was elated when my sprouts started coming up and I was petting them going, yes, life, you know, like, you know, and then moving those into pots and that sort of thing. But as an individual, us as a plant, we are part of the earth and we have to get reconnected with the earth and especially what's going on with climate change and everything now. So we, ha- we need to go out and we need to get barefoot on the earth. But, but just in a practical way, in, in the morning, getting grounded, getting centered. I would say if, if you don't have a spiritual practice, you're kind of swimming upstream right now because you have to have that grounding then i'd say seed planting we have to set an intention for our day for our life for what we want to accomplish and even if that is just being at peace in the moment it can be so so simple but intention setting seed as a seed of intention in our lives and thirdly nutrients sun water, you know, keeping, keeping the weeds out. So, so think about that as a metaphor in, in your own life. And I would say a spiritual practice is the most important um, fertilization and sunshine and tuning into your source within, the, the sunshine within yourself. And as a centering practice, it will change your life. Thank you very much. And Joy, I want you, my engineer said, I want you to move a little closer to your mic. My mistake. We had, it was popping before. Joy, uh, if I were going to start a a quote unquote spiritual practice, like you said, and I I was going to do something every morning and I had 10 minutes before I had to make the long trek from the bedroom to the front of the house office, you know, my broadcast studio, what would I do with those five minutes in terms of spiritual practice? Can you give me a little tip here, a quick one? Uh, Absolutely. And the setup is crucial. So in this time of media and information overload, fake news, everything else, misinformation, disinformation, do not look on your computer or your cell phone first thing in the morning. Use some other kind of a timer if you don't have enough self-discipline to not go check your Facebook feed or, or Instagram or whatever. Turn it off. Turn, keep it all off to turn yourself on and get centered in a chair. And I would say breathing and centering. And for people who are getting started, it's really hard because your mind's like, oh, shit, you know, like because your thoughts are racing or whatever. There are specific techniques that I will be sharing on my website, tearsofjoy.life. Easy, simple breath techniques to get centered. And I would say if your mind is racing like a freight train in the morning on just getting started with this, then I would even say take something that's inspirational and meaningful to you. Say Thich Nhat Hanh or... Ram Das or someone who has really affected you with their wisdom and, and, and spend 15 minutes reading and being quiet with that material and let that sort of plant that seed for your day instead of, oh shit, I got to do this. I needed to sleep late. I pushed this news button. And then you've already set yourself up for failure because you're still in that um, rat race. 
Thank you very much, Joy. You're the first one to use the S word on my show, and you used it three times, and that's okay. I just never hear people say that anymore. At least it's not F-bombs. No, it's okay, Joy. It's okay, but you're at your limit. I'm teasing you with with love, okay? I said to my engineer, that's one, that's number two, that's number three. Okay, so Karen, enlighten us with some kind of tips for, I don't know, disconnecting or or refreshing or me time. What would you like to share with us? Go ahead, Karen. It's interesting that Joy mentioned being centered and grounded because I have five-year-olds who spend the first two minutes of our tutoring session. I have five little tea candles and he deep breathes. We talk about the importance of breathing for children. And as a parent, if we don't role model to our children, right, how to get grounded, right, people, what does that mean? How to really, I I tell kids and parents to picture themselves in a peace bubble. Just picture a peace bubble around you. Are you going to let chaos pop your peace bubble or are you going to find tools such as deep breathing? You know, do you want to? Um, remember Deslin, our friend, she like dances for a full minute. I have a friend who uses movement and dance or even watching, um, you know, five minutes of dry comedy or like talk to a friend who just makes you laugh. If you start your day off in that positive mindset, you'll have more patience when your child keeps pushing your buttons or when you have stress at work. Because if we do not practice creativity to ground ourselves and just remain peaceful that um, someone said it's, it's almost like a zombie apocalypse. She said that she only has one child, but you know, he's on meds. He's like ADHD. He like pushes your buttons and it's navigating. I mean, it's not just parents, but it's all of us who are wondering what is going to change. I mean, we just had Hawaii's numbers were up to um, I think 1600 yesterday. We're thinking of going back to lockdown. We're not sure. You know, birthday parties are going to be canceled. And for a five-year-old, a little boy who's going to turn five, his birthday party might be canceled. We have to wait till Wednesday. So all of this unpredictability, I think it truly boils down to we don't have control over the outside, but we do have control over how we react, right? And choosing that peace, yeah. Absolutely. We can control what we say and do, how we think, how we feel somewhat, and how we react to other people, but not what other people do. Right? I think we all Exactly. And if we teach children that, can you imagine we teach children that we'll have much lower rates of crime, lower rates of bullying, lower rates of just people um, reacting to their, their negative emotions. Thank you. Thank you, ladies, for that. All three of you, I appreciate your tips and insights. And let's do some famous birthday shout outs now. I think you'll know most of these people. If you go, by the way, a tip, if you're ever looking for famous birthdays on a particular date or births, deaths, uh, famous world events, just put the date in your browser and Wikipedia will come up with a page for that date. And on that page will be listed sometimes over 100 birthdays from late 1800s all the way up to the present time, and then then the deaths and, and other facts. So that's where I get some of this. So interesting. These are the six people I chose for birthday wishes today who are all currently alive, which is a good thing. I hate to pick posthumous, but once in a while they're so famous, I have to. And we're just going to do a quick shout out. Andy Roddick is all of 39 years old. He's the former U.S. tennis, number one tennis player in the 
2003 U.S. Open. I don't think he's ever won a major since then. And I had a friend in New York who had a real crush on him. She was grown up and should have known better. But anyway, Andy, 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 Andy. It was wonderful, wonderful. He never did too much. But happy birthday, Andy. Lisa Ling, 48, journalist, TV personality. I see some nods here. Author of Host of This Is Life with Lisa Ling on CNN. I don't know what your politics are, but sometimes I watch her show. Cameron Diaz. What's the what's what's up with Mary? What was that movie? What's so funny about Mary? Or what's the matter with Mary? Uh, she has done so many movies. She's a delightful actress. Cameron Diaz is forty nine. She is now posted that she's retired. I didn't know that. She's a retired American actress. She's an author, producer, and model. Not surprising. Michael Chiklis is 58 today. Actor, TV director, producer. He played L.A. detective Vic Mackey on The Shield. Happy birthday, Michael Chiklis. Louis Black, 73, up there. Comedian and actor. Comedy routines escalated into angry rants. Oh, my. And last but not least, well-known in the business world, Warren Buffett is all of 91 today. I think he still has... Oh, I know all his faculties are about him. He is a business magnet, investor, philanthropist, and the CEO of Berkshire Hathaway, and a mover and shaker in business and investing. So happy birthday to all of them. None of you have a birthday today, do you? Any of my guests? No, but I wonder oh. how old Charlie Munger is if, if Warren's 91. Oh, my God. There you, there you go. Let's do some famous holidays that are not famous at all. Today is National Frankenstein Day. I said it right, Frankenstein. I don't know what we're supposed to do, but okay, find a monster and say happy birthday. It's National beach days anybody go to the beach anymore marjorie mm. do you go to the beach well yeah. yeah when i'm in puerto rico yeah yeah karen goes to the beach joy beach for I you go to the beach i went to mexico recently really okay mm-hmm. i get i gave up that stuff years ago it's holistic pet day i don't know whether you're supposed <laughs> to give your pet holistic food or the pet was born holistic or i'm not quite sure what cbd, <laughs> CBD there oh yes Yes, yes, yes. And it's Toasted Marshmallow Day. So as I said, if you're a fan of s'mores, today you skip the graham cracker, you skip the chocolate bar, and you just toast the marshmallow, and that's good enough. Tomorrow, Tuesday, August 31st, last day of August 2021, I can't believe it's already here, National Eat Outside Day. It's been running close to 100 degrees here in Durham. I wouldn't eat outside. Anybody going to eat outside tomorrow to celebrate, Karen? Well, our weather is good. Yeah, I tutor at the park, so maybe I'll bring some treats. And there you go, there you go, Joy. What well, about now you? Now that I know, now see. that I know about it, I'll do it. Okay, <laughs> Marjorie. Marjorie, where are you based? Tell me. At the moment, I'm in Colorado. It's fabulously beautiful during the day. So, yeah, I think you know what? I'm going to go have lunch outside tomorrow. Yeah, and you're going to celebrate. Raise a glass of something, Joy. Where are you based, if I may ask? Santa Fe, New Mexico. Oh, that's right. You told us. And how's the weather there? Beautiful. More cool than usual and we've had a lot of rain and therefore mushrooms as well that fantastic fungi i was mentioning before the show to my facebook and the listeners on voice america empowerment channel my garden used to have something called the stinkhorn fungi which are orange and look i won't even tell you what they look like look them up and they emit a chlorine odor which is absolutely nauseating this year i have white white mushrooms and brown mushrooms that are big in clusters of little trees don't even want to not edible i'm sure so Eat Outside Day tomorrow. It's also Matchmaker Day. I don't know if anybody is doing that. We don't want to get personal. It's Trail Mix Day. Anybody have any trail mix recently? Mm. 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 Karen, mm. what's your best flavor for trail mix? Any special Well, ingredients? we make our own. So we mix um, granola with macadamia nuts, cranberries, mm. dried pineapple, and um, always have snacks with me because you never know when, when one of my students is grumpy with hunger. <laughs> I, I like that. Fried pineapple and macadamia. Wow, that's a good one. And it's love, 
Litigating Lawyers Day. Now, how could that be on the same day as Matchmaking Day? I don't even, if you think about it, that doesn't even make sense. September 1st. Oh, my goodness. September is here on Wednesday. It's American Chess Day. Anybody saw the Queen's Gambit and chess became very popular? And they say out of the 10 million people that went out and bought chess sets after that special show, uh, 35 of them were actually playing chess. (laughs) (laughs) Just thought I'd add that statistic. It's National No Rhyme Nor Reason Day on Wednesday. I have no idea what we're supposed to do. But, Karen, this is for our friend Alexi. Wednesday is, is World Letter Writing Day. You have Ooh, to tell Alexi, okay? For I his will. Campaign. He probably knows that already. Thursday, September second, is National Blueberry Popsicle Day. Marjorie, you ever had a blueberry popsicle? Well, uh, not really, but you know that sounds like a great thing to make. It would be so easy. Yeah, with home homegrown blue, you need a blueberry. What do blue, blueberries grow on? What do they? Yeah, blueberry it? bushes. You got bushes, and yeah, and then in the south you have the huckleberries, which are the same species, just a different name. There you go, Joy. What about you? Would you do a blueberry popsicle day on Thursday? Sure. I'm not <laughs> sure how I would would I would probably make some kind of a, a mash or something, and maybe put some lavender or something in there and freeze that i'm willing to try that nice and if you don't like that it's world coconut day and they didn't say whether the coconut is in something whether it's shredded or flaked or on top of a a cake or frosting or whether it's a kind of coconut oil oil coconut or a coconut that you drink you know yes we know there are all kinds of cocktails with coconuts friday September 3rd, National College Color Days. It's Lazy Moms Day. Karen, is that for you got to tell your... You know what? Yeah, self-care day. We always feel guilty, right? Especially achievers and making sure your your children do your homework. I think we should celebrate Lazy Moms Day. I do too. What about Lazy Grandma's Day? I'm going (laughs) to vote for that one. Joy, do you have lazy days sometimes? Do you allow yourself? Actually, I would say... It's let's I would have a relaxed day instead. Okay. Marjorie, what about you? Lazy or relaxed? We have another holiday now. Mm, You know, I don't really actually do lazy days, but I do have days where I just like to go slower and not have any objectives. I still get stuff done, but it's not like planned. Well, that might be National like, No Rhyme or Reason Day, or that could yeah, be. Yeah, 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 That's, yeah. That could totally be my holiday. That's I your could holiday. totally get it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm you do that. that on Wednesday, and we'll do Lazy Mom and Grandma's Day on Friday and Slow okay. Down Day. Okay. Saturday, I want you all to celebrate Beyonce's birthday. If you haven't seen the new Tiffany ad with Beyonce wearing one of the world's most expensive, exotic, and rare diamond necklaces that will knock your eyeballs off. you got to go to the Tiffany website and see that. And Jay-Z is in this magnificent tux lounging on a chair next to her. And she has sheer gloves up past her elbows. And she has got an hourglass shape in her dress that is just it's it's just mind-boggling it's beautiful and it's also national wildlife day some people might Yay. say beyonce and jay-z are national wildlife and we treasure them as well there that was a compliment let's see sunday i have another surprise for you ladies it's national be late for something day joy what would you be late for this sunday to celebrate what do you think uh breakfast Oh, I like that one. Marjorie, what would you be late for on Sunday? Oh, my gosh. Never be late for a radio interview, that's for sure. Well, you're on on time. What would you be late for on this Sunday, though? Anything you would celebrate that with? You know, just waking up slowly would be a good thing. Being late for waking up 
<laughs> I like I like that. Karen, what would you be late for? I second that. I think we all should give ourselves permission to just wake up a little bit later. Well, if you wake up Love later, that. you can skip breakfast because it's National Cheese Pizza Day. I just got my... <laughs> and it's Pet Rock Day. So you can get up late, talk to your pet rock, and make a cheese pizza. I will just leave that one alone. Monday, September 6th, two holidays. It's my... I will be celebrating Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year. And it's also U.S. Labor Day. So most people are off. And it's National... Karen, this is for you and Alexi. It's National Coffee Ice Cream Day. <gasps> We have mud pie, Kona mud pie ice cream with shredded coconut. You got all the holidays bundled into one. Joy, you were raising your hand. What did you think about? I'm saying thumbs up. I love coffee, ice cream, and I love anything coconut. We'll combine the two. Perfect. There you go. I'll I'll stick with my chocolate truffle ice cream. Who is it? Turkey Hill came out with something called the Triopolitan series of ice creams. (laughs) And it's three chocolates in one container, and one of them has little... Uh, it's like a fudge that's rippled into other has little teeny tiny chocolate chips in it. And the other one I think has some kind of a liqueur in it and it's so creamy. I I can't even tell you that's I'm on low carb, but ice cream, I haven't given up yet. It's also Monday is read a book day. So while you're celebrating Labor Day, you can read a book. So that's it for our holidays. We have a few minutes left, about 10 minutes left. So let's do some quickly. Let me go around the table. You also ladies so nicely sent me some creativity statements. I ask you for what creativity means to you. And I'm going to pick one from each of you and I will just read it. So Marjorie, I'm going to read, um, let's see. I'm going to read your statement number two, Marjorie. I'll read it for you. And just take about two minutes so we have time around the table. Marjorie says, creativity is dashing home from whatever day got away from me, seeing four hungry kids and a hungry husband and whipping up an amazing meal they clamor for in less than 30 minutes. Wow. Marjorie, give us a tip here. How do you do that? Yeah, well, one thing is to have a lot of stuff like already prepped. So, for example, I ferment a lot of my own vegetables. So you can grab some fermented vegetables. That makes a quick side dish. I can a a lot of stuff, so I might have a canned soup or stew. I find hamburger can be thawed out really quickly and quickly cooked up into something. Um, Vegetables right outside the door, because I've got a vegetable garden, easy to, you know, stir fry up broccoli, spinach, kale, with some garlic. Um, yeah, I think it's just fun to like open the fridge, see what refrig- what ingredients are there, run out in the garden, see what ingredients are there, and then just like let the magic come to you and, and make stuff up. But usually a stir fry is going to be the fastest, most quickest thing that you can throw a bunch of stuff into and um, have it be delicious. So um, And get creative. We need to have a recipe book from Marjorie Wellcraft. Re- do you have a recipe book from your garden, something like not that? Not yet. No, I probably well, need to do that. Well, i got to sell the other book first, which is well, the book that teaches you how to grow food. Marjorie, <laughs> start your TikTok recipes. It'll help sell your book, right, Karen? There you go. Yes, definitely. There you go. you got to cross, cross-pollinate your marketing today, Marjorie. We know that. Joy Tracks, I'm looking at your quote Your statement number two. I like this one. It's long. Let me read it. You say, I believe, this is Joy Traxler talking, I believe in the, quote, art of living, unquote, as showing reverence for life, expressed by something as basic as how I dress and adorn myself, how we live in our home, the house that she designed. I perceive my body as a temple. Our home is a temple. Our body temple lives in. I create many altars all over the house. Regale us, Joy Traxler. What kind of altars? That's what I want to know. It's just this thing about reverence for life. 
And even just having one blossom, even if it's a wildflower out of the yard, or um, even if my husband brings me some flowers, sometimes I will take that whole bouquet and just take one flower and put it next to the Buddha statue or the Ganesh statue or light a candle. I mean, life is always changing. Someone might be going through it or someone may have lost a loved one and I make a little altar for them with a a lit candle, say a prayer, um, just something very simple and very beautiful. It doesn't have to be a big esoteric or mysterious mystical thing it can be very practical magic in our lives and what our intention is about setting that space as sacred thank you that was lovely i keep a picture of my mom uh from her hundredth birthday at a hundred she looked like she was in her, I can't get my light here. She looked like at 100, like she was in her 70s. She was that beautiful, lived alone, didn't want an age. She said, what, you're going to get an age? They're going to watch me get up, put my makeup, my jewelry on, get dressed and go either play mahjong, play bridge or play the piano with my friends during the day. My mother didn't talk with that accent. I made it up. But anyway, um, yes. So I, But I keep a picture of a friend in Long Island who is an artist who is now in her mid-90s painted a portrait from my mother's photograph of the hundred, the hundred, one of the hundredth birth, where my mother's holding a, a cocktail in her hand, a toast. I think it was gin and tonic. I don't remember what she was drinking that day. Anyway, the portrait was sent to me as a gift by, by my friend Marion in Long Island. And I say good morning to my mom. And that's her little corner of my hallway every day, oh. every day. Good morning, mom. And I sometimes I talk to her. That's nice. Okay, let's move on. Karen Gibson, I'm looking at your statement number three about creativity. You say, setting time aside to practice self-care by listening to your heart, choosing to practice patience and discipline, to play with music, paint, clay, makeup, cook a favorite recipe, or even blowing bubbles at the park. Your goal is to simply have fun. Karen, take two minutes and tell us more because I love this one. Go ahead, Karen. We didn't realize how much fun blowing bubbles at a park would be. My kids were older, teenage years, but you know, when you access that inner child, you can have the most fun doing such simple, simple activities. Um, Recently, we've been getting into acrylic art and water paint. And I love how, remember during our conversation, um, Radio Red, we mentioned that you don't need to have talent. I always thought you needed to be talent and access the right creative side of your brain. And I decided to listen to you. And I've been painting like crazy. I've been adding feathers on my walks. I talked to my dad passed away in 2016. I'm like, daddy, send me a, a, a feather. I've collected so many feathers just randomly. I'm going to incorporate them in my artwork. But it is just amazing how um, cooking up something differently, you know, and just playing with um, music. You don't even have to create the music. You can just like right before this, (laughs) right before your radio show, I just blasted how deep is your love. And listening to the Bee Gees, I just thought I am ready for Read My Lips School Conversations (laughs) because... Oh, thank you. You know, it's, it's just a simple, simple thing that can just feed our soul. I think we have to listen to what our 
our heart needs. I'm so grateful that you mentioned that when I told you just start painting, do something, and I use I use uh, liners from food packages and, and labels in my early collages when I was doing watercolors and, and jewelry. I take old earrings and punch the back of the earring through the canvas and make that part of the painting, especially when you have one earring that doesn't match anything else. You lost the other one. Put them in a painting, make a collage. Karen, I'm, I'm very honored that that was a good suggestion for you. Thank you. Ladies, we've got about two and a half minutes. I'm going to go around the table. Just where can people find you? Give a website or a Facebook page where you want people to find you. Marjorie, you're up first. Go ahead. Sure. Head over to www.growhalf.com. And there I've got a free video for you. It's about 18 minutes. And I'll show you a three-part system on how you can grow half of your own food in a backyard-sized space. Actually, it's only a space of about a three-car garage. Um, and uh, be producing beautiful, delicious, healthy food that you grow yourself, um, you'll become much more calmer and saner and grounded and happy. Thank and you. You'll live longer. Thank you. We want to live longer. Joy Traxler, where can people find you? On www.tearsofjoy.life. Mm-hmm. And if you contact me there, um, you can sign up for newsletters and to be apprised of any upcoming. Uh, Zoom group retreats or retreats that I may be conducting when we're when we're able to out of the country, um, Hawaii, Nepal, Mexico. But Very for nice. now, working with groups and typically I have been and this year changed for me because typically I was working one on one. But Joy. now, fast, fast, fast! I've got to go to Karen. People will go to your website. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank you very much. Karen, quickly, where can people find you? I've got one minute to close here. www.lettinggowithaloha.com, TikTok, also Letting Go with Aloha, and Instagram, Letting Go with Aloha. So, Aloha is A-L-O-H-A, in case anybody doesn't know that. I want to thank the three of you. Stick around. I'm going to take some pictures. Don't go away, ladies. I want to say thank you to Facebook. Thank you to Josh. Everybody say thank you to Josh, our engineer. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Thank you to Voice America Empowerment Channel. Thank you to Ryan Treasure, who did the opening for me. And I have a couple of words of wisdom here. Number one, life is short. Break the rules. Oh, yes. Forgive quickly. Eh, I'm working on it. Kiss slowly. (laughs) It's the only way to kiss. Love truly and laugh uncontrollably and never regret anything that made you smile and here my final words are work like you don't need the money even if you really do try to look like you're enjoying yourself make it up dance like no one's watching but when i was teaching everybody was watching sing like nobody's listening ah, and i hope nobody listened and love like you've never been hurt because damn we've all been hurt get over it and go on and let your heart regenerate and find a new way to love in a different way money talks Chocolate sings. We know that. Last but not least, and I stole this line from another radio host. Thank you for turning me on. Radio Red says goodbye. Thank you, Joy. Thank you, Marjorie. Thank you, Karen. Don't go away. Bye, Facebook. Bye, Bye. Voice America. Bye. Thanks again for tuning in to Read My Lips Radio, presented by the Voice America Variety Channel. Tweet your questions and comments to at Radio Red 777. Join host, a.k.a. Radio Red, again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a positively cool, creative week.